Welcome to Melden Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Melden, and we've got a great show uh, for you today. Uh, I've got a few announcements I'm making with regard to uh, Gator Sports. As you all know, Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're very proud of it. And I want to tell you that we're having lots of ticket giveaways. For example, uh, Lady Gators softball opens tonight against JU, and uh, you definitely want to uh, check that out. The Lady Gators are always a perennial uh, winner, top five national champion, so uh, uh, enjoy it. They've got a great stadium as well. Uh, February 18th, 19th, and 20th, the Lady Gators are playing in the T-Mobile Tournament, and there's four teams. Uh, uh, check us out. So you go to Melden Law Facebook page, and you will find all the ticket giveaways. In addition, um, February 22nd, uh, we're doing a ticket giveaway for Arkansas. Uh, we also have a ticket giveaway for the big um, Auburn uh, matchup coming into town this Saturday. And uh, Gator Gymnastics, what can I say? Uh, they're number two in the country, uh, and they could be uh, national champ. They actually won three years in a row. So for those of you that haven't seen the Gator Gymnastic team live, you can uh, get tickets by going to the Meldon Law Facebook web page. And it's February 25th at 645. We're playing Oklahoma and Oklahoma's in the top four in the country. They've won a national championship as well. So you definitely want to check out Gator Gymnastics. It's really uh, uh, pretty cool that uh, we have so many fantastic athletes uh, in the area. And uh, Lady Gator Basketball, uh, we don't want to forget them. They won last night against Auburn, and uh, I think they won uh, nine of their last ten and uh, they're, they're on a roll, so uh, uh, check it out. We always have giveaways for all of our Gator sports. So uh, thank you very much for uh, uh, joining into the uh, Melden Law Facebook uh, ticket giveaways. They're really fun. Uh, I, enjoy, I go to the games. I enjoy uh, taking pictures with uh, the lucky winners and their kids, so uh, check us out. Anyhow, uh, on Melden Law and Friends today, we have two great guests for our first segment. Um, from the Bread of the Mighty, we have um, Shara English and Lisa Muller. Uh, welcome, ladies. How are you today? We're doing well. Thank you. Doing great. So anyhow, uh, I want you to give us a little bit of an introduction as to uh, what the bread of the mighty does, and uh, I know it's all over the place, but right. let's get it. <laughs> let's drill down a little and uh, tell us well what you what you ladies do uh, during the day. Well, bread of the mighty is a is a food bank for the last uh, five counties in our area, and what we do is we support the mission to feed the hungry. So we collect food, and then we coordinate it, we sort it, and then we find mo. Um, mobile pantries, agency partners, and they distribute the food to those that are in need in our community. And during COVID, that's been quite a bit. Yeah, I know. It's really upset uh, the distribution chain as it normally was, right? Correct, yeah. And just the food need in general has gone up. In Alachua County alone, it's gone up 15% since pre-COVID. So COVID has really affected our community in ways that we may not recognize, but there is a greater need now than there was before. So what are some of the things that go on in a day-to-day -day basis? Like when you wake yeah. up, and you go, <laughs> do, you, do you go to the shop on 10th Avenue? We do. We do go to the uh, warehouse on 10th Avenue. Um, we have a couple of different areas that we work on. Um, we can be receiving food from the stores. Our trucks go pick up from a bunch of different great partners that we have, restaurants, grocery stores that donate the food, and then we bring it back to our warehouse. We have volunteers that come in, help us sort 
the different produce, sort the cans, and we're able to build boxes and pallets to send out to our different partner agencies and communities around us. So um, is all of this food being donated to, uh, to y'all? It mostly is. We are able to buy food. So if someone were to give us a monetary donation, what we would do with that is through the Food Bank Network, we're able to purchase food um, at a really minimal cost, maybe like three cents a pound. And that the bulk of that money would go towards paying for shipping, which has gone up a little bit recently um, with all the truckers being stretched thin. So shipping costs have gone up, so it's super helpful when we can get those donations to pay for the shipping of those items to come in. Now, does the government get involved in, in helping, you know, supply food for y'all? Yeah, absolutely. We have a great partnership with the USDA program uh, for families and for seniors 60 and older. We send out 2,240 boxes a month for seniors. Wow. So the seniors program is with USDA? Correct. Yeah. And they're always sending us food as well. They call us whenever they have a surplus and ask us if we're able to take it, which we never turn anything away. So we're always happy to receive it. Now, um, I know uh, that location. I don't know if you know it. You, the building used to be an auto right. parts dealer, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and tell me the, sto the background story. How did you all get uh, to own the building? <laughs> I, I'm actually new to the facility. I know that we've had the facility and the food bank's been around for over 35 years. Mm -hmm. But um, I believe it's through Community Foundation there was an opportunity to get the building and to, for us to be housed there. It's a great location because we are in the center and close to a lot of our agencies and mobile pantries. It gives us a good place to kind of be in the community. But we're also looking to do some expansions mm -hmm. and hopefully find a location that can do a little bit more for all the support we need because we have increased the need in the community. And what that also means is there's more food, there's more room that we need. And we've kind of started to run out of that building space. <laughs> yeah, we're already renting space off-site for the USDA program with the senior food especially. Um, but we just keep growing and more space would be amazing. Wow, well, um, I go back uh, a long time in Gainesville and I do remember uh, that space mm -hmm. uh, when it was uh, uh, auto parts they were selling out of it. <laughs> right. And then the next thing I know, I don't know, it seems like maybe 15, 20 years ago, right. uh, y'all uh, moved in there. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, bustling all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a wonderful space. Before we were in that building, we were in a small building which no longer exists that was behind the GPD. The GPD let us rent a space back there. Um, once we got the building we're in now, it was three times the size, so it was great for us. But as we keep growing, we're happy that we've outgrown that space, but it's a little bit of a growing pain at the moment. <laughs> Good. Well, how did uh, the name Bread of the Mighty come up? So the gentleman that started Bread of the Mighty was actually um, incarcerated when he came up with the idea. And he saw that as people were getting released, they had a hard time getting back into the community. And food was a big need immediately. So when he was released, he started with a group of churches, Bread of the Mighty Food Bank. And so it's just an homage to the fact that we're working for the Almighty. Okay. <laughs> and and um, can you tell me... Uh, what the mission statement is, uh, the purpose for uh, Bread of the Mighty Food Bank? Yeah, absolutely. So the purpose is to provide hope, encouragement, and support, as well as food for those in our community that are hungry and food insecure. And how do you um, uh, fulfill the well-rounded purpose you just described uh, by delivering food? I mean, are there, yeah. is there in, interaction that goes on that uh, you, you feel like adds to the mission? Absolutely. I mean, the mobile pantries and the agencies that work with us, they're right there in the community, and they're working directly with those in need. And um, all you have to do is just spend one day in doing that, which I've done, and it's just amazing, the community that you get to meet and the people that are hungry and in need. And we provide the hope by being there and making sure that they're going to have food on their table for their family that night. And we give them encouragement because we treat them with dignity and respect that there's a moment where things will get better. And so that's really 
how we try to live the mission, but it's also how our agencies um, handle themselves. And it's just intrinsically, you know, beautiful when we're out in the community. Yeah, you know, I have, during COVID, um, been part of several uh, food giveaways when, yeah. you know, people were really, you know, short of food and right. the grocery stores were not functioning normally and stuff. And um, it's amazing how many people needed food, and it was a broad section. It wasn't yeah. folks that, you know, you would say, oh, you know, they're homeless. It was normal, regular people yeah. that uh, were uh, short of food. Absolutely. And I think during COVID, you know, a lot of people found some of the jobs that we always expected and we thought were pretty consistent. I mean, everybody was hurt, and it was families that maybe struggled or made sure they could make through the month, but that was just more than they could do. Um, and to know that we were there and that we were able to add more and we were able to help is just huge. So I agree. We've really seen some difference in our demographics and a lot of our families that are working families that both partners work. Yeah. Now, you're not just in Alachua County, you're in five different counties, correct? Yes, absolutely. We are in Alachua, Levy, Lafayette, Gilchrist, and, um, sorry, <laughs> and uh, Dixie County. So those are the counties that we uh, are around us that we're able to help and provide food for. So it's like kind of Gainesville and West. All the way correct. to the coast. All the way, All to, the way to the coast, coast. yes. Yeah. See, our it. pantry in Cedar Key was in today, and so it's a great honor to help them because um, mm -hmm. they don't have a lot of businesses on their island that are able to donate. So it's been great to be able to work with them and get food to those people that are out there. Oh, well, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate um, the work that y'all do. Um, how did you get... Um, recruited to, to work. <laughs> so I actually was a customer service manager for Publix for 10 mm -hmm. years um, and that was in the Carolinas and I just felt like I wanted to do something different so I started volunteering at the local food bank um, and then they recruited me over and that was in Jacksonville for a little while so uh, they sent me over to the Gainesville branch about five years ago so I've been at this location for five years. Wow now you say branch are, are they affiliated as far as the the operations go? Right we're a part of the Feeding America Network which is nationwide and we have a great group of food banks in that network called Feeding Florida so we all get together we partner with each other we can help each other out share resources so it's a great organization. We all learn from each other. Well, I, you know, I really uh, believe that um, when the people in the community get involved in, in the uh, distribution of whatever the service or goods are, particularly in your case, you know, food, uh, it's a way to com uh, communicate and connect with people yeah. in a meaningful way. Absolutely. What What are the some of the most important um, personal benefits you get from uh, serving the way you do? Um, I'm a Rotarian as well, so I truly believe in service above self, and so it gives me an opportunity to do something really positive in this community. Mm -hmm. uh, my children grew up here; they're from here. Um, my daughter's come back; she works at the cancer center. So I, this is my home. And it really does feel good to be able to make sure that I'm doing something positive in our community. I love Gainesville. I love our community. And um, Red of the Mighty is an amazing place to work and be. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a short break from our show, and then we're going to um, come back and talk some more about the Bread of the Mighty Food Bank. Uh, we're going to be back in 60 seconds. We are here at the University of Florida where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gate of Penalty Shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster. Luckily, Mountain Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gator. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry because Mountain Law is going to help you with your recovery. Mountain Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal. We still hear it, the sound of victory, the joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. 
If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. Okay, we are back on Melden Law and Friends. And uh, I wanted to tell you, uh, you can watch us on Facebook, Melden Law and Friends, or go on YouTube and you can uh, watch us there as well. And we are on 37 audio platforms. So you should be able to uh, listen to us or watch us uh, somewhere. It's been great. I think we're closing in on episode 70 here on uh, Melden Law and Friends, and it's really been an honor having so many uh, fantastic members of our community in North Central Florida join us and talk about what they're doing. Today we have Shara English and Lisa Muller, who are very involved with the Bread of the Mighty Food Bank. Let's see. So, Shara, you are the program director, Correct. right? Mm -hmm. And Lisa, you're the development director. So, now, okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. Lisa, tell us what <laughs> the development director does. <laughs> so, um, it's my job to let the community know what we're doing and what we need. Um, I do that through the form of social media. I do that through the form of website design, grant writing, um, any kind of outreach, any sort of presentation, tours, fun drives. That's me. Okay, so you're <laughs> the person that you're the person that makes sure everything keeps moving along, and that you're involved in the community, mm -hmm. and you're getting funding, and you're connecting with the people that help make it work. Right, and it gives us a great chance to find those who really believe in our mission, who really want to support it, who want to reach out through a food drive or a fun drive or volunteers. We love volunteers. All the different ways that they can be a part of our organization, that's my job, just to say, hey, we'd love to have you. So let's talk about that. If someone wants to get involved, uh, what, do, what do they do? Um, well, they can just reach right out, ask us what they'd like to do, what they'd like to be a part of. Um, volunteers are amazing. They are so supportive. We need them when the food comes in mm -hmm. to sort and organize, to get it to our mobile pantries, to get our boxes done. And if somebody wants to help out, even in the office or other ways, just let us know. We'd love to have it. I mean, it's, it's, it truly is a community, and we truly are there to help each other out. So, like, I help unload my wife's uh, grocery shopping. So, <laughs> okay, so come that on down. We, we got you. And I didn't tell you, but we live down the street on 10th Avenue. Oh, great. We're on the other side in the Duck Pond area. Yeah. And so you're our neighbor, and we, we frequently go down to the uh, brewery. Oh, yes. And uh, <laughs> it's a convenient location to be right across the street, right? Yep, it is very. And they were so gracious to host our Christmas party this year, so we love them. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyhow, I think I'm going to talk to uh, my wife, Patricia, and uh, figure out sometime we can go there and uh, uh, help unload groceries or pack groceries or uh, just do something. That'd be uh, amazing. We would love to have you. Well, it, and like I say, it's a walk. So I, you've got the bike. <laughs> no, we, we go use the bike store right oh, there, yeah. right? We go to the brewery and we, we, you know, socialize there. And they have great music on Fridays. Yes. And, and you know, that whole neighborhood... Um, is kind of trendy now. It is. You know, we went and um, we threw hatchets at Hatchetberry the other <laughs> night, right. okay? And yeah. uh, I didn't kill anybody. I was very pleased with that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> the netting held up, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. been there, too. Yeah. I, I, call, I call it the hipster neighborhood, That's you know? Right. Yes. <laughs> and every, it's really kind of cool. I, you know, I've been around, when I came here in 1970, um, we used to hang around that neighborhood, and it was, you know, much different. It was all business kind of industrial. Right. And that's why there's a railroad track running next to where you guys are. Yeah. Because Combs Lumber was in where Haven Hospice is. Oh. 
So they had to drop off the lumber and they needed a spur for the railroad track right. in order to uh, drop off all that uh, lumber and mm. stuff like that. Wow. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Did you ever notice you have a railroad track there? I did. I knew that was rails to trails because I've ridden my bike through there, but I wasn't quite sure the story behind it. Right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah cool. so, so anyhow, um, Bread of the Mighty Food Bank has uh, been around how many years did you say? 35. 35 years. Right. Really instrumental. Um, I know that at times they were um, helping distribute food um, on the pla- uh, downtown in the Bo Diddley Plaza. Right. Do you guys still do that? So we have a great network of agencies that distributes food for us. And one of our, one that I'm really excited about right now is the Sock Ministry. They go to wherever homeless people are. So they go to Bo Diddley, they go to different overpasses, and they hand food directly to them that they pack. Yeah. So they're able to get food from us, and we have over 190 agencies that get food from us that work in different ways but can get food to the community. Wow, that that's amazing. A lot of folks I don't think realize the breadth and scope of trying to distribute food uh, yeah. to as many folks that need it. And again, I you know, the people that need food are uh, not necessarily homeless. They're just regular people who are uh, working their butts off, you know, right. uh, 40, 50 hours a week. Um, they're trying to maintain a family mm-hmm. and take care of their kids and feed their kids and have healthy food and all of that. Yeah. So it, it's um, something that is uh, cuts a uh, wide um, breadth as far as uh, the, the community. So I want, I want to thank you for that. So now you have a website, right? Correct, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll talk about the website. Well, the website is a great place to go to be able to see what we do. There's a nice little video that you can mm-hmm. kind of see and looks at the facility and talks a little bit about what Shara does in her programs. Mm-hmm. And it also shows um, all our programs, and it gives you an opportunity to kind of look at where maybe you'd like to spend some time, like yeah. we talked about, like volunteering, or would you like to do a food mm-hmm. drive? Mm-hmm. Or would you like to just donate? Because for every dollar you donate, we can create eight meals. Wow. So for one dollar? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that just goes back into the food bank network and yeah. us being able to get food from the Feeding America network for just shipping cost. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna make a pledge. Mel Melden Law's gonna contribute because that's exciting. Eight meals for uh one dollar. That's uh amazing Thank that you. you're you're Thank that you so efficient. <laughs> so okay. So uh just put what bread of the mighty in your Google search mm-hmm. and, and, and you'll come up. Mm-hmm. And our website will have everything listed on there. You can see even our sponsors, which we'll add for you. <laughs> okay, and everybody great. that's kind of been a part to to provide for all our families in our community. It's a great way to see what we do, figure out how you want to help, and see everybody in our community that's really made a difference. Well, I, I'm really excited about that because I think um, that what you're doing goes to the core of what our community is all about. Yeah, and it's been great um, partnering with so many different people in our community. Like for the holidays, we got to partner with Alachua County to give out 1,600 gift cards for turkeys into rural cities of Alachua County. So Waldo, Mm -hmm. Hawthorne, Trenton. And so we got to partner with them. Uh, With the UF is a great partner for us. We're going to partner with them for the SNAP education program. They're going to meet us at Mobile Pantries and offer free education classes in health and wellness. So that's exciting as well. Now, did some of the students uh, from University of Florida come and help? Oh, yes. We love our students. We get a ton. And on one Saturday a month, we do a big volunteer event. And the UF has provided great volunteers for that. Well, good. How about high school students? Are they eligible as well? Absolutely. We can take any high school students. All we ask is the first time that they come, their guardian comes with them. And then once they're comfortable, if they can drive themselves, they're welcome to come by themselves. Well, that's pretty cool. I know community service is a big component now for high school kids, mm-hmm. particularly they need it on their resume now. Yes. You know, uh, <laughs> when, when I went to 
when I graduated from high school, all you needed was a high school degree in your hand right. to get into college. But now you got to have straight A's. You've mm -hmm. got to, you know, have really high, uh, you know, SATs or ACTs. And you have to have lots of community service. Right. Absolutely. And we love to be able to help you guys with that. So if anybody's interested, just give us a call. Come on our website and we can set you up with the time. Well, that's really important. So uh, I always try to promote how to get in touch with you because people listen to us. They go, oh, I'd like to help them out. Right. So uh, you don't really need to remember a phone number. Right. Um, all we do is, you know, bread of the mighty food bank or just bread of the mighty okay yeah, yeah, and if you put in bread in your local in Gainesville you'll probably <laughs> <laughs> see it somewhere there okay so uh, we try to keep it simple so you can remember because if you're driving your car and you're listening to this podcast right we want you to be able to um, connect and remember where it is uh, you know the you can, <clears throat> if you're fans of uh, the brewery, what's it called Grove Cypress and Grove Cypress and Grove, right? <laughs> right across the street, uh, you can uh, go and have a beer, and then or or you go work, and then after you work <laughs> out, then yeah, you can have idea. a beer. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> We have to get it in, in the right order. We don't. We don't want to have uh, anybody, uh, you know, dropping, uh, you know, food baskets or whatever. So, um, anyhow, I want to thank you uh, both for uh, coming on. Uh, we're certainly um, very, very proud of all uh, that you do for our community all over. Uh, north, well, north central Florida and west of here, all the way. Uh, to the Gulf. Right, absolutely. And uh, at Meldon Law, you know, the, uh, our service area includes uh, the same service area that you're in. So we know a lot of the folks. And actually, you know, folks that are in accidents, you know, they, they don't, right. they, they come from all walks of life. And so it, it's very uh, helpful uh, to know that there's somebody out there. And if, if we have folks calling us that are in need, we'll send them your way as Perfect. well. Thank you. So uh, anyhow, it's it's been great, and uh, thank you very much. Again, I just want to let everybody know that uh, the Gators are uh, rocking and rolling. We got uh, we got our our Lady Gator basketball uh, program is uh, sizzling hot. Um, our Lady Gator gymnastics may be national champs. Our men's basketball team uh, they need a win tonight. Um, uh, however, uh, they're playing at uh, away at Texas A&M, so uh, you can watch it. I think it's on the SEC uh, network. Um, we've got the big game against Auburn coming in, and it's baseball time. So uh, support our Lady Gators softball and men's. The men's uh, baseball is uh, starting, uh, I think, later this week, and we're going to be. Uh, having a great time. So uh, thank you for uh, uh, listening so far, and we're going to take a three-minute break, and we'll be back on Meldon Law and Friends. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Meldon Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. Albert, Alberta, I understand you were witnesses to a crash. Can you tell us about the accident? When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Meldon Law, we won't back down. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together. Which is why Meldon Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident. But if you do, our team is here for you. 
Skaters won't back down from a fight, and neither do we. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. Look, look what you have done to my truck. Excuse me, it's your fault, it's not my fault. Yes, it is your no, fault. Not, no, I am no. calling Jeffrey Maldon from Maldon Law. So I'm going to call Jeffrey, my husband. Meldon Law, this is Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey! This oh, person no, here, my this person lady, he might... New client? Yes, but this one might be a little tricky. We still hear it. The sound of victory. The joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. We are here at the University of Florida where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gate of Penalty Shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster! Luckily, Melden Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gator. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry because Melton Law is going to help you with your recovery. Melton Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal. Welcome back to Melden Law and friends. I'm Jeffrey Melden, founder of Melden Law, and uh, we're uh, having a great time here at uh, Melden Law and Friends uh, today. Uh, we've got a terrific guest our, uh, for the second half of our show, and I just uh, want to again promote uh, Gator Athletics. Uh, we uh, live in north central Florida. We've got uh, number one teams all over the place. Uh, whatever your interest is, whether it's gymnastics, basketball, baseball, softball, uh, we are uh, really doing a great job here. The University of Florida is the premier uh, institution uh, in the state of Florida when it comes to uh, all-around sports program. As a matter of fact, we have, I think, 255 SEC championships, and the next closest SEC school has about 155 championship so we are like we we have done well for a long time uh it's not a lot of people uh talk about football and certainly football is important Mm -hmm. however all the other sports are even um i would say more accessible because if you want to go see a florida uh, baseball game or uh any of the uh, basketball games you can get a seat you walk up Yep. You have a good time. Uh, I'm here with my uh, our guest, Son Vo. And, uh, Son, how long have you lived in uh, Gainesville, Florida? Uh, we moved here back in 2004. Um, so we immigrated to America back in 99, and we lived in L.A. for a little while. And mm-hmm. then we, from L.A., we moved here to Gainesville. And where are you from originally? So I'm Vietnamese. Yeah. So are you from Saigon? Uh, yeah, we have a lot of family in Saigon. Um, I personally was born out in, I was actually born in the Philippines. So mm-hmm. I was born in the Philippines. My parents were like refugees at the time. And then they got deported back to Vietnam. And then my mom worked her butt off and for four years and got us to America. You know? Now, you, you you speak really uh, perfect English. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you explain how that happened? Yeah, I mean, I moved here when I was four years old. So mm-hmm. it's... Uh, it's honestly become my, it's not my first language, but it's definitely, I'm more fluent in English than I'm Vietnamese now. Now, um, how many yeah. different languages do you speak? Um, I speak English, Vietnamese, and body language. <laughs> 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 yeah, just the two. Um, okay. But I, I try to speak Vietnamese as, at home as much as I can, so I don't lose it. You know, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting, uh, my grammar is kind of getting kind of wavy. Um, so I definitely want to practice. No, do you have any kids? No, I am 26 and young. <laughs> young. Yeah. Well, when you have kids, you think uh, you'll te- want yeah. to teach them Vietnamese? I definitely want to try, yes, yes. Okay, well, I know, I know a lot of folks in games will come from other countries, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes you lose the language. Yes, yeah. uh, I after see that one in my uh, baby cousins. You know, they, they were born here. Like I was the first generation who moved here and grew up here. 
but they were actually born here and they can understand Vietnamese, but they can't speak it. You know? Okay. Yeah. So, but you were four years old when you moved, yeah. so you had the benefit yes, of having yes. learned the language. Yeah. Uh, before. Yeah. Now, did you know, speak any English when you were? Um, uh, no, I don't. I don't believe I did. But I mean, as long as I remember, I spoke English, and I guess I just picked it up that quickly that I just there was no lapse for me, in in my opinion, at least. I remember in uh, kindergarten, um, they pulled me aside to test my speech. I guess. And I guess it was fine because I never went back to see them. So <laughs> <laughs> I think my English was good. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. My grandchildren, um, you know, my daughter's from Gainesville. You know, yeah. we've been in the United States for four generations. Wow. Uh, and my, my daughter married somebody from Spain. Very cool. Right? And in the home, uh, my grandchildren speak Spanish to their father. Mm. And to the nanny oh, uh, who amazing. helps out, yeah. and so they've learned how to uh, speak Spanish that's and amazing. English from yeah. the time they're born. I think that's so important, you know. And it it um, it makes children like think differently as well, you know. So having those two languages, I think, is very important. Yeah, and they live in South Florida. So yeah, it's, really it's, it's very important. <laughs> yeah. There are certain parts of Miami absolutely. you go to if it's you speak Spanish. English. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, you know. So. I remember going to a Publix and like everything was half in Spanish. It's like I've never seen this before, you know. <laughs> That was really amazing. That's cool. <laughs> Anyhow, so we're um, here with um, Sun Vo. Sun Vo. Sun Vo. Sun Vo. Yep. Okay. Now, you own a restaurant in Gainesville yep. um, called Swamp Boil. That's right. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Swamp Boil. It's a, uh, a Viet Cajun restaurant. That's okay? right. Okay. Yeah. Now, so uh, let's dive into this and uh, tell us a little bit about the origin of uh, the restaurant and how you came up with yeah. the concept. So um, the plaza that it's in is the Square Plaza on 13th Street, right catty corner to Gainesville High School. Um, so my parents, we own a nail salon in that plaza, and every time we would go down to Orlando, we would always stop by to pick up nail salon supplies, to, and we would always stop by a restaurant called King Cajun, which is a Viet Cajun boil. Uh, we loved the food. Every time we would go there, we'd always get it. We'd even make trips just to get that food. And then eventually we tried to do it at home, and we were able to successfully do it. Um, we've had that spot vacant in um, in the Square Plaza for a long time. And then after a while, we're like, you know what? We have the location. We have the opportunity. Um, Gainesville doesn't have this type of cuisine. And... This is perfect for it. We have graduations, game days, celebrations of all kind, and it was just a perfect fit. So I think it was back in 2018, uh, we took the plunge, started planning it out and everything, and then we opened our doors back in October 12th of, of 2020. So tell us about some of the items that are on the menu. Absolutely. So our biggest thing is obviously our, our boils, um, but also our Vietnamese food. But in terms of our boils, we have uh, our signature shebang sauce, which is a kind of a mixture of uh, Cajun and Vietnamese spices. So you have like obviously a garlic butter kind of base, and then you have a lot of aromatics um, and a lot of fragrant notes and herbs in there that really makes it explode full flavor and everything like that. Uh, so that is our shebang sauce, and we offer you know a bunch of seafood from crawfish, shrimp, um, clams, mussels, scallops, lobster, king crab. And, where, no, where, we don't serve king crab anymore. Where do you crab. get your, your seafood from? Um, Cheney Brothers. So currently we're getting it through our vendors and everything, and we're working on with uh, local providers to see whenever it's in season, see what we can get. I know, because in, in Gainesville, um, a lot of folks, they go either go over towards Cedar, Cedar Key, Key exactly. or go over yeah. towards uh, you know Daytona, Jacksonville, yeah, yeah. St. Augustine, yeah. and try to get... Absolutely. Uh, it, it, now... Um, when you do a boil, yeah. you, you have to start with the broth, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, we, we get all the seafood, and uh, we toss it in our broth. And, you know, we, we add, like, orange juice, different spices in there like that. And so, like, while it's cooking, it's also creating a bunch of flavor in there. And then after that, what separates us from a regular low-country boil, we don't stop there. So after we get it, we, have the, we put it in a tossing bowl. We add our spices, we add um, a little bit of the broth, and then we add the actual butter that we toss everything in, which is the shebang butter. We have a, also a Saigon barbecue, a Cajun butter, and a citrus sauce. 
Um, but the shebang sauce is definitely like the shebang, like shebang, yeah. shebang. Every right. time I think of it, I think of like that American Idol thing, like shebang, shebang, shebang. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the shebang sauce, um, uh, a, a Vietnamese um, word, or is no, it an it's, American it's, kind of. It's it's a pretty. I mean, it's Viet Cajun. So like the uh, Viet Cajun seafood is actually very common in the West Coast. Um, we just have Gainesville has just never experienced it. Um, it originated in Houston, actually, and then if you travel all the long, along the West Coast, the concept of uh, the occasion boils is actually pretty common. Oh, yeah, see, yeah. you know, it was interesting because um, I'm a big fan of Vietnamese food. Yes, and, we, and I was gonna, uh, the other part, we have a ton of Vietnamese food. I think we have one of the best flowers in town, if not the best. Um, we had to get mom's stamp of approval. I remember us bringing it out one time and she was like yelling, she's like, what is that? Why does it look like that? Where's the herb plate? And she was like, okay, we're like, okay, let's make it sure it's right first. <laughs> and, um, yeah, my family's back in the kitchen. So, you know, it is up to really good quality. Well, I'll tell you, for those of you that are big fans of fa, you, you know, if you get the right kind of ingredients yes. in there, okay, the only thing I sometimes I'm a little bit weary of is the tripe. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why we don't serve tripe because I feel like it scares a lot of people away. And so uh, we don't even. Hello, it's very yeah. delicious. Yeah. I love tripe. So, Fa is spelled P H O, right? P H O, correct. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I had a friend who explained to me it's not faux. <laughs> yes, it's Fa. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so, so, so we can get Fa there yes. as well as. Um, uh, the Cajun boil. So, yeah, we do the Cajun, like the Cajun boil, but we also have. Uh, you know, like the authentic uh, banh mi, which is the Vietnamese sandwich. Um, we have stir-fried noodles. We have rice dishes, egg rolls, spring rolls. You know, so we have a lot of Vietnamese cuisine as well. Um, and we're kind of like shifting more of focusing on those type of cuisines. Now, are you doing takeout? Yes, of course. Yeah. And then we provide uh, delivery through th- 352 and um, DoorDash. So we're here at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, and uh, I know they actually designed a takeout center here. I saw that while I was walking up, yeah. You know, takeout, uh, because of uh, COVID, has really um, exploded. Yeah, Yeah, it's a necessity Uh, at this point. It's a necessity. So after um, we're done with COVID, do you think uh, that takeout is going to remain as strong as it has been? I believe so. Um, I think that people have, I mean, the whole landscape of, I think, society has really gone towards a more, you know, remote kind of experience. Um, I also think, though, like when everything does come back, people are going to want that excitement of being back in public and around people and having that full experience and not just being at home. Um, So... I think we're, uh, takeout will remain pretty strong. I mean, the, it's picked up quite a bit, but I think overall in terms of the volume, people will return and dine back again in public. Yeah, you know, I think um, a lot of folks, you know, have they have busy lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, if you have two couples both working, uh, they come home, yeah. uh, and they're just, you know, maybe on the weekends they want to cook, but not necessarily exactly. during the week. Yeah. So just go ahead and stop by, do some takeout, and, yeah. And uh, so I, I think it's been a phenomenon, though, that yeah. a lot of my friends that are in the restaurant business have talked about how uh, how much it's changed. Oh, and, so and, much, yeah. And in fact, takeout uh, allowed restaurants to survive over the last yeah. two years. Yeah, a lot. I mean, a lot of, like, just like Spurrier, you guys have been um, doing like a specific takeout kind of area. And I, I see a lot of people doing that nowadays. And it's it's very, very common now. Yeah, we're here at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Uh, you can see Steve Spurrier's helmets behind it. These are all teams that uh, Steve either coached um, or played uh, for. And uh, it's this is a museum as well as a restaurant. Yeah, I was walking around when I was uh, waiting. I was like, it's beautiful. And I was taking a few pictures and videos myself. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really good. Like, yeah. how many restaurants, like, you know, are a yeah. museum? Yeah. And, and I think for Gainesville, it's great because it, so bring, yeah. it brings people from all over the state. It does. We, we were here for the Super Bowl, and somebody came from Auburn, Alabama. Wow. 
So they could, they could share the Super Bowl here That's at Spurrier. So it's and a it was great cool. Really. Yeah. yeah. And Coach Spurrier showed up and did some trivia oh, wow. for everybody. And, uh, yeah, he's very involved. You I mean, it's, I mean, his name's on it, so I would, I would imagine so. Yeah. Well, I mean, he lives here. He, you know, he's in the community. His name's on it. But he's more than just, you know, put my name on it. He's, yeah, he's, he's involved and in yeah. stuff. And getting back to, to uh, you know, your restaurant, I want to, uh, talk more after the break about you know your family and how everybody yes. contributes because that's what really makes your restaurant yeah. unique yeah uh we're here at meldon law and friends i'm jeffrey meldon we're going to take a quick break for 60 seconds and we'll be back with more meldon law and friends alberta i understand you were witnesses to a crash can you tell us about the accident When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Meldon Law, we won't back down. We still hear it. The sound of victory. The joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. Welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Melden, founder of Melden Law, and uh, I love doing this show. Uh, we have our radio show on the sky every Saturday morning at 10.30, and uh, I've been doing that show now for 19 and a half years. I guess we're in our 20th year, and uh, it's really fun. We have uh, a lot of great uh, guests that come on and folks that call in. It's a live show. As a matter of fact, if anybody has any questions, just go to uh, Facebook, Meldon Law and Friends, and in the chat box you can uh, enter your question. We get going here, and sometimes I just forget to tell people that uh, this is an interactive podcast, and uh, we're really quite excited. Uh, again, uh, Gator uh, Sports are kicking butt this uh, season. Uh, go uh, support Gator Sports. That's uh, what um, my message is, that um, I try to go to all the events, uh, lady basketball, men's basketball. I've been going to men's basketball for 40 years and uh, love it, and uh, it's really exciting, and now uh, the the team is uh, doing better, coming together. So uh, support them, and I can't wait for uh, baseball season to really uh, get going. Uh, the men's baseball team is uh, terrific, and uh, we're going to have some major league stars on the team this year. And if you uh, get to see the SEC teams, uh, there's major league stars all over the place. So uh, come to... Uh, Support our Gators. They love having fans in the stands. Um, I'm here with Sun Vu, who is the uh, proprietor, the owner of a Vietnamese Cajun restaurant called Swamp Boil. And, uh, you know, I'm really interested the fact that, you know, when you hear about via Vietnamese Cajun, you know, at first it's like, oh, where'd that come from? But <laughs> apparently it's not, it's yeah. not something that, uh, is uh brand new it's it's it, you, you were saying in the houston area there's yeah. a, a lot yeah and houston being in the gulf near the gulf with yeah. seafood it would make sense and they're also in the swampy area exactly. right yeah. so you get that's where the cajun yep, yep. comes yeah. from there's a there's a large vietnamese population in texas and also in louisiana so i don't know exactly why it started in houston um i my guess is that maybe a lot of people from louisiana um, and those fisheries moved over to Texas and really began doing it there. Um, but there's also a very, very large food scene in Houston. So maybe 
Well, it's a huge city. I mean, there's like six million people in the metropolitan area. I know that. Yeah, (laughs) it's huge. I visited to do some research, and it was well. And and I don't know if you know this, but after Katrina in 2005, 17 years ago, a lot of people from New Orleans moved over to the Houston area. I do know that. Yeah, and so that so uh, that might have really yeah. So that may have had some effect on it. Uh, So. You know, I'm very interested. I have to admit, I have not been to your restaurant yet. <laughs> I know. However, I, you in there, right? <laughs> I can't. I, I can't wait because uh, you know we really we love um, uh, seafood. We love. I love Vietnamese food. I, I've I've uh, traveled around, and uh, whenever I see a Vietnamese restaurant, I like to go in and check yeah. out their pho and see. Yeah, that's, well, you gotta try that, our pho. That's the one yeah. dish that uh, I can. Uh, always know whether or not it's an excellent exactly. restaurant. Yeah. If, if the Fah's that not is good... That is the standard. I completely <laughs> agree with you. <laughs> so that's why we made sure I was just talking to you. Yeah. Well, so tell me, so um, this is like a family affair, right? Yes. You've got, so who are some of the uh, uh, family members that participate in the yeah. restaurant? So um, our the entire building is owned by our family, um, but specifically Swamp Oil, um, I run it as kind of like the owner-manager. Um, kind of overlooking the day-to-day operations. Um, my dad is actually back there in the kitchen. He makes the pho every day. And um, he's usually the one assembling the pho and doing a lot of the Vietnamese dishes. Uh, my uncle, his brother, is oftentimes doing prep as well back in the kitchen and just getting everything sorted out, making sure the ingredients are right. Um, and, you know, they're, they're back there working together with the rest of our team. Uh, my mom, she also helps us overlook things. And then her brother... Um, is also involved as well as just they kind of help me out with the overall business in, in that way. So you also have a nail salon. Yes, the nail salon, Luxury Nails and Spa, um, is the first business that we put in um, the Square Plaza. And that is ran by my mom, and we have a lot of family in there, like my aunts and uncles, cousins, and things like that are all in there. Yeah, I love getting Manny Petties. So <laughs> me you too. Know. You and I both, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I need one. I just got back from Colorado. My hands are dry. So, Are you open yeah. on uh, Sundays? Uh, the nail salon, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, uh, the restaurant, yes. The but restaurant on Saturdays, you're open. Yes. yes so, the, yeah. so what are the hours for the restaurant? The restaurant hours are um, Tuesday to Thursday, and then on Sunday, it is 9... No, I'm sorry. Twelve to nine, uh, okay. noon. To so you 9 do a lunch. Yes, and then you roll dinner. right into dinner. Correct. And then on Friday and Saturday, we're open from noon to ten p.m. Open an extra hour. An extra hour yes. because it's the weekend. Exactly. And people exactly. are. Um, I noticed during COVID, people tend to eat a little earlier. Yeah, I think it's just. Um, yeah, uh, usually we get a pop around six o'clock for us. Is usually when. Um, I think people just want to be home nowadays um, because things just typically close earlier as well. If they want to go out and stuff like that, I remember, um, I can't remember where it was, um, things were just closing at midnight where, you know, things used to close at 2, 2 a.m. So things are just closing earlier. I think that has led to people to get their dinner and go home earlier as well. Yeah, I mean, when, when I grew up, it was, you know, cocktails at 7 and yeah, at 8, right? okay? Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, and uh, now I think it's like cocktails at 5.30 yeah. and <laughs> at 6. Right, 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 right off of work, straight to happy hour, right? <laughs> so anyhow, um, now let's talk about some of the um, uh, crab boil, not just crab boil, but the, the you know, Cajun type dishes uh, explain uh, to us a few of the more popular dishes yeah so the popular dishes uh obviously we talked about the boil um the we have a signature gumbo and it's a Viet cajun gumbo so what makes it different from a traditional gumbo is kind of the spices that we add uh we have this uh our signature spice is called the crack spice um i promise we don't actually put crack in there <laughs> wink wink no i'm kidding <laughs> Um, but that we put that on a lot of our flavors and it's like, it's a old bay base, but we add a lot of other flavors in there that really makes it round out. Um, so our signature gumbo, like I said, we have our certified noodles and that goes into the Vietnamese side. Um, we have a, uh, oh, our dessert, which we just created and I, I'm usually not a sweet tooth guy, and this was literally one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life. And I'm not even biased on this. I just don't eat sweets, but. That was phenomenal. So we have a matcha mochi beignet. So it's a matcha ice cream filled mochi inside 
a deep fried beignet. Wow. Yeah. And then, oh my God, it is one of the best things I've ever had in my life. And I, oh my God. Yeah. So, so my wife's, um, uh, daughter yeah. has a, a mochi company in Israel. Oh, really? Yeah. Very cool. And so I learned a lot about mochi. Yeah. And that mochi is an art. I it mean, is. Yeah. Hand making mochi is an art. We, we don't hand make ours. But um, I've seen I've seen the process and it is an art, man. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, so you have you you take the the uh, beignet uh, from uh, New Orleans. Yes, correct. Okay, yep. and you wrap it around a mochi. Exactly. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. it uh, yeah, and then like so it's it's nice and like gooey and refreshing on the inside and flavorful and sweet. And then you get a little bit of that crunch and savoriness on the outside. And then we have a uh, lemongrass syrup that we also drizzle. Lemongrass and mint, I believe, syrup that we drizzle on top. And everything's just, oh, chef's, chef's kiss, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I love that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here uh, thinking, like, man, I'm going to have to go more than once to, to sample <laughs> all, so. the, all the yeah. menu, you know. So, but the seafood. Yeah. Um, is you know from as far as the uh, Cajun side, mm. it's it, there's a lot of seafood. Yeah. Do you have sausage and other things like yes, that? Yeah, we have boil? sausage. We're actually like working on probably adding eggs too because I know a lot of people do enjoy eggs in their boils. Uh, but yeah, we have uh, sausage as you know typical of a boil, and then obviously you get potatoes and corn alongside with it. Right. Yeah. I mean that's what uh, traditional uh, yes. boil is. So. Um, I'm going to New Orleans tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm speaking at a lawyer's conference. Very cool. And uh, they they had to um, drag me there. You know, I'm going, oh, New Orleans for four days. Uh, that's going to be tough. <laughs> oh, no. What was <laughs> me? <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna be able to uh, be eating Cajun yeah, food. Well, try it out down there and compare it to us and let me know what you think. I'm well, always open to feedback. Yeah. Well, I I um, I will tell you that um, I always try to support our local places. But yeah. if the family is involved, is. Uh, yeah, then that are. makes yeah. a big difference. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you have your own family recipes, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you know, the fact that you do seafood in the, in in our town here, uh, seafood is huge. Yeah. And and you know, people, you know, there's a lot of reasons. Um, they, it, it's, you know, sometimes healthier. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, I love the idea of, you know, having corn and yeah. some boiled potatoes in, in the boil. And it's like have, an engaging experience. If you want to have fun with your friends, get a little messy, you know. It's it's a nice experience. It's like bonding, you know. Yeah. Do you, do you have bibs? Of course. Bibs, gloves, <laughs> the whole shebang, right? That's what we call it. You got gloves, yeah. too. We, we dress the table, and then uh, we give you gloves, a bib, you know, the bowl, like everything. So, okay, well, yeah. I think my grandchildren would have a blast. Yeah, you know, yeah. they come there Absolutely. and they'll, uh, you know. So uh, you have a website. Yes, I know that because I checked you out <laughs> earlier, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was terrific. So um, tell everybody who's uh, watching and listening about the website. How? Yes. Uh, what's the name and how to get there? So uh, our website is swampoil.com. Um, you can do everything from order delivery there, um, order takeout. Look at our menu. Um, it links to our social media as well. We're pretty um, pretty active on both Facebook and Instagram, so you can usually check out our stuff on there. And then in terms of ordering, uh, probably like coming in or calling us for takeout is probably the best ways because obviously the, like delivery, third parties always you know take a little bit of out of there. So helping local business wise always helps you call directly. So, yeah. so you just uh, go to Swamp Oil. Um, and check out their their website's very nicely done. Thank you. Yeah, and we're we're in the process of cleaning it up even more. But yeah, thank you. I know. Well, a website's always a work in progress. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And you never want a static website. Exactly, exactly. You always want it. You know, and and the fact that you're on Instagram and Facebook, yes, very active it, on those. I, I would say those are you know probably uh, you know two of the most uh, important social media yep. outlets yeah. um, around here. Meldon Law. Uh, as well, we're very active on Facebook. That's how we do all of our ticket giveaways for oh, really? Gator okay, Sports cool. and stuff on Facebook. Nice. So we're getting to the end of the show, and um, I want to thank Sun for uh, coming and visiting with us. Uh, the restaurant is called Swamp Oil. What's the address? 
2001 Northwest 13th Street, uh, right across the street from Gainesville High School. Okay, so that's the uh, bottom line. Thank you all for uh, listening and watching Melden Law and Friends, and we'll be back next week for another exciting episode.